0: Well, hello
1: friends, welcome out here to the Lake House on, my gosh, it's Monday. It is Monday, Labor, I always get these two mixed up, it's Labor Day, right? It's Labor Day. La- Labor Day, Memorial Labor day. day, for some reason I always get these things mixed up. Memorial Day is in May, so just think yeah. MM. Do you know, so t- M-M. totally M-M. off the subject. I know we're in the intro, but I used to play <laughs> Chisholm Trail and Pioneer Days, and you remember they used to be on Memorial Day and Labor Day yeah. back in the day, and I never knew which one was which, and I was always confused. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. My name is Dusty Motes. Glad to be here with EMLK Eagle Mountain Lake Radio. Our very special guest tonight. We've got a couple of them. Miss Jenny Dale Lord right here with us. Woo! Man, we are brought to you by Texas Select Beverage Company, Smith Music. WWW. Where's Brandon Howard at when we start talking about Smith Music?
2: SmithMusic.com.
1: WWW.SmithMusic.com. <laughs> um, yes, sir. The Lake House. I don't even know if I got you. Let's see if we get in
2: line. Let's fix you, buddy. Where you at dj i'm i'm here check check there we check. go all right he lives. lost <laughs> and we also
1: have the very talented and, and effective scott messick here. Effective. hey good afternoon everybody <laughs> yeah <laughs> welcome man. to the lake house how are you guys doing are you all enjoying your la- labor day so far wonderful man i can tell you what you can't find better weather than what we're having right now after after like six months of hell God ran the devil out and decided he was going to give us six months of rain in four days. Good stuff. Anyway, sorry about Amen. that, guys. We are so excited to be here. and Of course, we've got great music. So let me ask you something. What have you been doing?
3: Oh, you know, same stuff, different days.
1: Now, you've been here for how many days now?
3: Well, I came to the DFW area on Friday. Came from Lubbock.
1: Lubbock. Yes. Guns Up. Guns Up. Guns That's Up. That's right. Okay. And so... This is your third radio show in three days. Yeah, I think so. This is your third. Okay, yeah. I caught I caught yours yesterday yeah. with Real Texas Radio, which oh, was cool.
3: Thank you, thank, Always thank you. Up.
2: Shout yeah. out to Michael White.
1: Yeah, with Michael White. Yeah, for yep. sure. Yep. Um, so normally, what we do, this is how we go. We generally play music first, and then we would just get into the down and dirty, and we talk and have a good time. And I love it. Explain everybody who you are, what you're doing, talk about where they can find you, and all that stuff. You got a song ready for us? Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Jenny Dale Lord. Come on, make some noise.
3: So I have a song that I usually like to start my shows with. I figure it sets the mood. and Usually I sing this song and people bring me whiskey. I'm not sure why, but it's, it's called Free Whiskey.
0: When you walked in the room, they all walked out. I was the only fool sticking around I should have known right then and there that it was trouble coming towards my chair but I never want to turn free whiskey down You came up and asked me for a light Asked me if I came alone tonight. Said bartender, can you help me please? Won't you get this lady what she needs? And I never want to turn free whiskey down. I will hooked on you just like I'm hooked on whiskey. I will hook on you just like I'm hooked on whiskey.
4: That's good stuff. Oh, Ooh. thank you. Thank you, thank you. Usually people bring me whiskey after I play that song, so I, I was love... gonna say start later on in the night and we play that song. I'm sure you get a lot more whiskey.
3: Yeah, I mean it's well I mean I've played it at ten o'clock in the morning and people
1: still so it's like <laughs> well, thank you. I bet you when you finish that the kind people will bring you a glass of free whiskey when you're done with the one well, that there, you have.
3: Well I don't know, I already got judged. It was like, Oh my god, you got a shot I was like, No, it's not a shot. I'm gonna well, no, what, I'm gonna you, sip it. Don't worry. Well, hey,
4: you know, sometimes nothing goes down good got what you got, buddy? So Tell us about how you got started in the music world, man. What brought you into the music industry?
3: Well, I've been in love with music my whole life, and I just always kind of felt this thing inside that I wanted to do music in some way. And so when I finished high school, I I did what a lot of people do, and I moved to Austin and and tried to break into the music scene there and did music there for a long time and was like a chef by day and a musician by night Uh, because it's hard to pay the bills when you're living in
1: Austin, you know? You said chef?
3: Yes, I have a culinary degree. I, I worked Ooh, as a chef, chef. for a very now, long so, time.
1: so if there's one thing that I love as much as music, it's food.
3: Me too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would be, I'd be like so much smaller if that wasn't sorry, the guys. case.
1: I didn't, I, I, we almost hijacked the interview when you oh, talked about food. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. I'll be quiet now.
3: <laughs> Anyhow, um, I decided to move, move to Lubbock and finish my degree at Texas Tech because I dropped out of college to go to culinary school and... Uh, needed to make some extra money, and, and being in Lubbock, it really provided me a, a place to, to actually pursue a career in music, because you can afford to pay the bills, and you can afford to pay the rent, and all of that stuff, and uh, it just really it just really was going well, and I decided I'm just going to keep on trying it until it stops going well, so.
4: And here you are, still going. Uh,
3: on the lake in Saginaw. So,
1: so there's not a better place You're to do so a radio beautiful. show. Am I, am I wrong?
3: I don't know if you've ever been to Lubbock, but we don't have this... But what, No. What's this stuff called? Water?
1: water. Yes, we don't have the water. <laughs> well, you know, if you had have been here a couple of weeks ago, we might not have had much as much of this water. I know a couple of friends of mine next door were talking about their boat was almost not even able to be put down because it was so shallow. And, of course, then the, the whole sky opened up. Like you said, since you've been here, it's rained every day. It
3: has rained every day, every day since I've been here. And it's yeah. awesome. I'm loving it.
1: Love oh, me. yeah. Can I do
3: a quick shout out to the best photographer? Oh, yes, yeah. I You know, right there. I,
1: I see him. He's kind of like Where's Waldo? He pops up everywhere. I saw Greg. I said, hey, uh, yeah. Brad. Oh, that Greg. Brad, Brad's you know,
3: Greg. You know, Greg gave me one of the, the best compliments uh, at the TRR Awards uh, this past year. Uh, he said, if I ever win an award, I hope Jenny Dale Lord gives it to me. Not only because she's sweet, but she gives the best hugs.
1: <laughs> oh, <there laughs> so I'm like, that.
0: yeah
3: So I owe you a hug, buddy and Mitzi wants one too you yeah, got it
2: you got it <laughs> <laughs> Oh, tell, tell, tell me a little bit about that Free Whiskey where'd that song come from what, what, what made you inspire you for that
3: so traditionally at least lately the way that I, I write songs is I just say like a one liner and I go ooh that would make a cool song and so I'm pretty sure somewhere down the way I said man I'm never one to turn Free Whiskey down and I was like ooh I should turn that into a song so uh yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a fictionalized story that didn't really happen to me, except for I really am not one to turn free whiskey down.
1: Yeah. You, you, can, you can't sing about, you know, the simplicity of life makes the best songs, right? Free whiskey is very simple, but it's very satisfying, especially free. Uh, so this is the best kind
3: of whiskey that there is. Absolutely.
2: Free whiskey.
4: I always went by saying, if it's free, it's for me
3: yeah I love it see that's a song right there
4: there you that's go a song right there when did you when did you start writing
3: honestly i I wrote my first song when I was probably around eight years old it was about um my my parents divorced when I was really little and it was before my mom married my stepdad and she was she was dating a guy that I didn't care for and so I kind of wrote a song about that when I was very very young and I don't even remember the whole thing I just kind of remember the little gist of it but I've been writing it for literally as long as I can remember I remember I don't know if you remember this thing called the TV guide do you remember a TV guide am I dating myself right there (laughs) right so uh, when I got a little older I would seriously open up the TV guide and I would find titles to a program probably a lifetime movie network you know like stranger in your bed or something like that and i would be like well that would make a cool song and so i would just randomly pick things to write about and i've kind of just never stopped
4: so do you remember your first song that you actually wrote out out of the tv guide
3: Oh, no, not out of the TV oh, guide. No. Although, I was writing lyrics down on the computer, so I'm pretty sure uh, for Christmas one year, my brother found all my old songs on like the very first computer or the family computer and printed them all out <laughs> and gave me this huge notebook, and they're all in like those plastic sheets. So I'm probably sure I could find it in that notebook somewhere, but to, I've not even thought about it since then, I promise you that. Right?
4: Mm-hmm. So tell us a little about Lubbock. Do you... Have you actually read any songs about home?
3: Oh, yeah. Definitely write songs about Lubbock. Lubbock has been very uh, inspirational in my country music aspect of life because uh, is very country out there you know we have we literally have the wide open spaces and we have the cowboys and we i always credit lubbock with my love for whiskey and i I never owned a pair of cowboy boots till i moved to lubbock and now i've got about a dozen of them and it's just a it's a very inspirational city and i don't know that i would be where i am today if i hadn't moved there so I give Lubbock lots of credit.
1: So you're talking a lot about Lubbock right now. Uh, you know, uh, I, I went to South Plains and to Texas Tech. Oh, yeah. Ironically yeah. enough, I went at the same time, and then I liked to party, and Lubbock was just amazing. They still had the strip down there that looked like Vegas. It was the only place you could buy booze, right? <laughs> yep, I remember you see, that. You'd see the pastor of your church down there, and you'd think you're doing something. But hey. Man, so tell me about the history, how the history of that area like with Waylon and Littlefield and Buddy Holly and Lubbock and the Mains brothers yep. and all those stuff of Lubbock how did that Joe affect your, the start of your Joe Ely how did that affect the start of your music career
3: well i don't know that it necessarily affected the start of my music career but it's affected the present of there my music career cool. because Kenny Mains is one of my best friends in fact he's even singing on my newest album on the title track he's the with drummer me. right Kenny uh, no Kenny the, Mains was the lead singer who's the drummer um, I, Donnie, maybe? There, were, there was Lloyd, Kenny, Donnie. My mom played Donnie. with him
1: in Vegas at Caesars back oh, in nice. 70s. Wow. Six seventy
3: seven. Well, I'm very proud to say Kenny Mains has become one of my best amazing. friends, and I actually have recorded a song with Joe Ely. It's on my free whiskey album. Really? Yeah, it's a, it's a little duet called Already Gone. It was one of our radio singles, and uh, obviously, I don't get to see Joe very often, and so anytime I'm playing in Lubbock and Kenny Mains shows up, we actually sing that song together. Hmm. So Joe Ely and Kenny Mains have affected my music career, like I said, very presently. I'd say I always say the highlight of my career thus far is getting to sing a duet with. Joe Ely because he's he's a legend you know and yeah. just, it's just it's just something I, I feel really proud to have on my resume
1: so if my memory my memory may fail me it's been 20 something years since I've been in Lubbock. what is the historic studio that's there? that everybody records at that's right kind of down there on Main Street. Um, Caldwell Studios. Yeah, Don Caldwell. Don Caldwell, that's right. Is that where you recorded?
3: Actually, I record at Amusement Park Recording Studio with Scott Ferris. Oh, cool, man. I know that, too. Yeah, so Scott has done Flatland Calvary. He's actually, I think I'm allowed to say this because I saw it posted on Facebook. He just uh, recorded like a documentary of Robert Earl Keane's Final Farewell. And I figure since I saw it on Instagram today, I mean, it it was a secret for a long time. I wasn't allowed to say that. So if for some reason, we might need to edit this out later, okay? Um, but so he's done some really great things with some really big acts. Like he's, he's wor- recently working with the Teague Brothers. Like he's yep. he's all over the place. And so he, I've actually made every album starting since 2014. I've made all my records with him. I've known him for about 30 years. So we have a lot of history.
1: Isn't it cool when somebody gets your flavor, right? They kind of yeah. get how you are. They know You know what to expect yeah they kind of help you find your sound we
3: have yeah he he i'll credit him with everything and we have such a good relationship he was actually my substitute guitar teacher when my main guitar teacher was out of town and so that's how i've known him for so long
2: where where was that at I'm sorry. Where was that at? Lubbock? Uh, Amusement yeah, Park
3: the, Recording uh, Studio with uh, Scott uh, Ferris.
2: And and where was he teaching at? Oh,
3: Brandon Guitar Studio. David Brandon, who's like one of the world-class guitar players toured with Christopher Parkening, studying at Under Segovia. Okay. He was wow. he was my my guitar teacher and whenever David would go on tour, uh, Scott would be the sub and so I've known That's him awesome. for 30, 30 plus years.
2: Now yeah. being in Lubbock, uh, we got to bring up the Blue Line and oh, yes. and um, and the death of so many livers, uh, free whiskey, <laughs> right? That,
3: well, you know, I don't know if you know this in Lubbock, we call it the blur light.
2: The blur light. The blur I love light, that. Yeah. This... Is that
1: because there's lots of free whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you the like, and yeah. the apple yeah.
3: burns. Yeah. Sure. I'm, so I'm I'm pretty good I had to go at. There. You're right. I'm pretty good at holding my liquor unless I go to the blue light. <laughs> I don't know what. I it don't is.
2: drink when I go there. Yeah. It, that's this. Of course, I've been driving, so usually I got to drive somewhere else when I go go up there. So I don't drink. when while I'm there and it's just such an odd Everybody's trying to get you To drink while you're there it's I mean like, it's, it's wild here, here, I know here, here. I've never
3: been At a place Good. where I ever get <laughs> as wasted As I do at the Blur <laughs> Light It's crazy <laughs>
1: Well what song You got for us next man Love to hear something else What you got up your sleeve
3: Yeah um, Well let, how about Let's do one of my singles Talking about booze I write a lot about booze. They say write about what you love. Well, main country right?
1: music is about booze and all kinds of other stuff, and but we'll especially booze.
3: <laughs> and what you know, this is a, one of my earlier singles from my Sometimes a Girl Needs a Blues album. It's called The Bottle. Um, it's a song, well, I'll, I'll let you hear for yourself. He loves
0: J. Moose Jim, Johnny, and they ain't so more than I can between us again Sometimes it's red wine But most of the time It's whiskey that's stealing my dreams That man loves a bottle do mm-hmm. mm-hmm. pack of my things but in those few moments whenever he's sober the last thing i want is to leave but those moments i guess become less and less and reasons to stay hard to see that man loves a body
1: Man, I love that song. Tell me the story behind that song.
3: So I can tell you sort of the story just because I don't want to call anybody out. But um, basically, I had a band a band member that uh, really loved the bottle. And it, it eventually, after many years, caused a lot of problems in our, in our relationship and in the band and everything. And, and so towards the end of it, I, I wrote that song for him, and at least inspired by him and I even, he even played, or played it for a little while, knowing that it was for him, uh, but even still, that wasn't enough to uh, get him to you know, quit what he was doing, and, and so uh, we no longer play together today, but if not for that situation, I wouldn't have had that song, so everything really does, uh, you know, something comes from something all the time.
1: Isn't it amazing how real-life experience like really translates? And it, even though, I don't know the, the dynamic of your relationship, but even... In that situation, just telling the story, it really ties that whole thing together. Because in yeah. the words, right?
3: Yeah, well, and a lot of times what I do, even in uh, non-romantic situations, uh, it, I always kind of turn it into a love it's song. Like <laughs> scenari- well,
1: it's like scenarios. You take scenarios and you kind of twist them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So you've got a new album that was actually released in June of 2022. It's called In the Dance, right? yes, yes, yes. And I know you've got a single that's out right now that's doing really well on the Texas charts. And a lot of times I'm just curious of course uh you know better things is something we'll play kind of towards the end because we always save that right Oh, cool awesome yeah so so but man if you could pick a song off of that album that you like the best that regardless of commerciality or whatever it is what's a song off that album that you really like or that means the most to you and would you play it for
3: us yeah so i i you know it's it's a toss-up between two uh i really love a song called who i used to be which i think is my number one favorite uh, however, I feel like it's best represented with the whole band, you know? And unfortunately, there are several songs on sure. the album that I think I could try and play my heart out and it still wouldn't sound the good
1: without yeah.
3: everything. Uh, but there's a song that I started doing for my sound check uh, that is actually a song that I didn't write, and I never put music on records that I didn't write, but I have a songwriter from Nashville that sent me this song. His name's Corey Barker, and uh, he was just like, would you be willing to listen to some of my songs? And I heard this song. And I knew right away I wanted to sing it and I wanted to record it. And it's it's one of those songs that, dang, I wish I wrote this song. So I'm gonna play this one for you. It's called Love You Like You're Leaving.
1: Ladies and Gentlemen, today Lord, come on make some noise worse.
0: Just gone through the motions Waiting for the perfect moment Then we let that moment pass Sometimes When we both had a hard day Pass each other in the hallway And don't bother looking back more than that I'm gonna love you like you leave and say the things you never thought I'd say before you walk away Forever's not a promise that my heart's prepared to break Baby there's no way I don't wanna wait till there's a reason To love you like you're leaving This life Can disappear in just a minute Can't imagine you're not in it I'd be lost without your love So tonight My is gonna mend those broken fences. We've waited long enough. I'm gonna love you like you're leaving and say the things you never thought I'd say before you walk away. Forever's not a promise that my heart's prepared to break. Maybe there's no way. No
2: Jenny That was an amazing song Right Thank there Thank you so yeah, much Yeah and uh, Tell us again Who who wrote that song
3: Corey Barker Ava Page And Terry Wayne So the Excellent. Corey Barker's the one That sent it to me About the three of them Co-wrote it together And it's It's one of the best songs I've ever heard oh, And I'm it, honored it is To wonderful. be able to record it And have it on my it, record It is
2: It is more contemporary Than the other songs That you were playing uh, you, The other songs You were are Have a very classic Feel uh, Melody wise Uh Uh, uh Who's some of your heroes that... that uh...
3: So my number one, all the way from the time I was a little kid and can remember the most, is Reba McIntyre. Reba. Yes. Love it. Huge Reba McIntyre fan. <laughs> um, so I grew up listening to country music, but my, my musical taste spans many, many genres. So whenever I, I mention my top four, it's it's usually uh, Reba McIntyre, Eddie James... Barbara Streisand mm. and Annie DeFranco. Okay. Yeah. She, I met Ani DeFranco in my college years, and she really uh, was a big influence on the way I play guitar and the way that I, I, I wrote lyrics and, and the structure of songs and all kinds of stuff like that, which is, you know, why I'm... S- Everybody's like, what kind of music do you play? I'm like, I don't know. Stop asking me that question. <laughs> it's a little bit country. It's a little bit rock and roll. It's a little bit blues. I don't know.
2: That sounds like Texas music to me. Uh,
3: that's, what, that's what I love. Uh, <laughs> Texas, it's not just country music. It's music
1: country, right? So
2: That's right. <laughs> that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, when when you're sitting there playing the song, I, I, I'm, kind, I'm really lost in this weather right now. Forgive me. The breeze and just the lake and then you're playing the song it just man it just felt right yeah i was kind of like you looked at me a couple times i was kind of like this yeah did you see me i I mean that's how i want you to be sounds amazing dude. well and i and and i i love hearing your records we've i've listened to a bunch of stuff before we got on the show but man boy you just in person it's way different and way more intimate and it just I feel it more. Is that weird?
3: No, I, I get actually get told that all the time, and I think there is a is a, a human connection that we can make when we're face-to-face. And
1: we talked a lot about that last week, about how music connects people. It, yeah. We had, it was it Brandon Howard? And, and, and yep. as fun as that interview was, Brandon's the biggest damn goofball we know. He's crazy <laughs> and nuts. But man, some of this conversation that we had about the songs were really about being able to relate and, 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 and writing words, and some of his stuff's really dark. But you know, there's there's pieces of us inside of us that are really dark and man he translating those thoughts for that that just felt good oh good you know, well thank you with the breeze and I, I, I'm, the chills weren't from the breeze I think it was from the sun <laughs> well you know the,
3: the sun isn't the cloud cover it's it's super yeah, nice it's really honestly really nice. I thought I was going to be melting but that, that that's really saving me
1: oh I'm telling you it's yeah. beautiful man it's, it's really awesome. nice
3: I kind of wish next time we should Face the lake when we do it. Well, you know,
1: to hell with it, let's just get on a boat and do it. <laughs> yes. Perhaps.
3: Yes. We're good with that. I <laughs> dig could, that. We
1: can just do it with the recorder, not
3: the That'd PA, and we'll just go hang yeah. out. Just yeah, get like nice a pontoon and just, yeah. yeah, let's do it.
1: Well, we're all about that lake people stuff. I love it. Me too.
2: Liking it. liking it easy.
1: Laking, Laking, right. Laking, Laking it, it easy is right. I saw that. it easy. I like it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so, Jen, talk to us, but tell us a little bit about some of the stuff that you enjoy doing when you're not with the music.
3: Okay, well, I figure this one's for me and Dusty. <laughs> I love to cook.
1: Did you? Right? so, well, you know, we're going to be friends on Facebook. You'll see yes. I like to do that too. Uh, yeah, so you, I. I used to tell people never trust a skinny chef.
0: Right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm
3: good in that area. Um, no, really, I, I love to cook. I love to, you know, hang out with my friends and. My family, as we call it. like I actually just took a f- couple days off last weekend and went and floated the San Marcos River, nice. which was super nice because, again, be some rain had happened and the water was flowing really nicely. And uh, I'm very family-oriented, so e- if I'm either cooking for my friends and family or, you know, playing my guitar. That's that's pretty much the two uh, main uh, things uh, that I do.
2: As somebody that is trained in the culinary arts, what, what did you have a, a specific – a uh, uh, flair that you specialized in. So I
3: went to a, I went to Le Cordon Bleu. So I, oh, I studied French. French culinary. Can you methods. say
2: that again? Le, Le Cordon,
1: Cordon Bleu. There you go.
3: Yes. Bleu. Y'all
0: caught that right? <laughs> yeah. I caught it.
3: Um, however, when I was going to culinary school, I was I was waiting tables at, a, at a, a Tex-Mex restaurant, and, and uh, they were opening up a fine dining restaurant in Austin called South, South Congress Cafe, and they had brought the executive chef over to kind of help revamp the, the lunch buffet, because the, the, the opening was delayed, so they are already paying this guy, so they are like, come on, we're gonna, we want you to at least be earning your money, and so I was in culinary school, and, and so they were like, hey, when the chef leaves, would you like to take over his position, and I was like, sure, that sounds great. So I studied under him for a little while, and I happened to be in my pastry co- portion of the, the culinary program, because um, it was all-encompassing. We did it. every everything involving cooking, it, we did it. And I would I, w- I would show him the, the creations that I would make and the projects that I was doing, And until he was like, screw taking over my position, come over and be my, my pastry chef. And I was like, okay. So I ended up taking a job as a pastry chef, and then... I got wooed away from another restaurant to be the executive pastry chef, and so I just kind of fell into pastries uh, for my whole entire career. So I suppose <laughs> that's my specialty. Although I'm not a huge sweet eater, so I prefer to cook savory foods. But if I if I had a flair, I guess it's the pastries. There, yeah. there,
2: there, there's uh, savory pastries, aren't there?
1: Sure,
3: absolutely, yeah. there can be.
2: Yeah. Well, I,
1: well I'll tell you. My nine-year-old would love to fall into a big old pile of pastries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fell into pastries. He'd be like, yes, I'm in. I'm in, totally in. So Braxton I heard... would be like, I, what kind is it?
3: So I, I credit that with my, my dislike is a strong word, but my aversion ad, to sweets because, you know, tasting sugar all day long. I'd get home and be like, I just need a steak. <laughs> steak. Totally, totally, So I'm still that way today. I'm like, give me the salt. I don't want any sugar unless it's, it's whiskey. Bring on the salt.
1: That's so funny. I had that conversation today. I could eat 10 pounds of steak over a piece of cake. Any day. Me, too. And me then, too. you know But a good pastry, right? You, you I mean a good one. And, and that's the thing. That. It's not
3: that I don't like it. I'm just snobby. I'm very snobby when it comes to pastries. I'm like, if it's not up here at this well, level, I don't want it. So give me the steak. Okay. So if
1: I... But it's, it's that, that experience at Le Cordon Bleu, Le Cordon Bleu. that sh- makes yeah. you snobby. You should be snobby. You're an executive pastry chef. <laughs> I was. Right? I, 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 I was have been. What well, yeah. You still are. Hey, well, once you're, It's like, man, it's once yeah. you've been in the president, you're still the president. Well, they, yeah. You still have the secret service, right? <laughs> I'll
3: you're, take it. You're still I'll an executive
4: pastry right. chef. <laughs>
3: yeah, so I actually uh, have a big Christmas concert the first Saturday of every December where I make... My mom helps me out now because it's gotten so big. We made 1,400 Christmas cookies. All oh. different kinds, as the as part of this Christmas concert. It's called Cookies and Carols. When is that concert? It's the first Saturday of December.
1: Okay, so DJ, we got a road, trip. Yeah, there's yeah, a a road trip. There's 1400
4: cookies. Is yeah. that, we got Do you hold that reasons. in uh, Lubbock? Sounds like we're going to Lubbock?
3: <laughs> I do host that one in Lubbock. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like just our big Christmas party every year that we do there. But you guys want to come? I'll get you in. I know people. Oh, I, are, I like that. Uh, yeah.
1: you, you, you'll pick us <laughs> up. Like i was saying, there's 1400 reasons.
3: Yeah, for yeah. us to
1: show up, DJ uh, Christmas cookies. And like, some cookies.
0: We're
3: talking about twenty different flavors at least, you know, so you're not it's not fourteen hundred sugar cookies, it's it's an array of, of many different types. So
2: I'm, I'm blown away there's twenty different flavors of cookies. I can only think about four or five of them <laughs> right off the top of my head. Well, and
1: but but you know they're always the ones that you really, 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 really like. Right? Uh-huh. Christmas yeah. cookies. Is it shaped like a bell with some chocolate chips? Sometimes, on yeah. So oh, I mean. my
3: family recipe, we have a I'm part Hispanic, and so our family Christmas cookie recipe—they're called Ojarascas. and they're kind of like a Mexican sugar cookie, but they're made with lard, so they're extra good.
4: Uh, (laughs) And you roll them in cinnamon (laughs) and sugar,
3: and they're all in different Christmas shapes. So we definitely have those every year, and they're one of the most popular ones. Yeah.
2: That and a big old cup of coffee is—that's my perfect evening right there. How do you
3: feel about wine? This takes place at a (laughs) winery. No, I can't do the
2: wine.
1: (laughs) No, I wish they put coffee at the winery. (laughs) That's what they do. If you show up, they'll. A Actually,
2: we have a pot. Actually, we
3: do have a hot chocolate station. Does that count?
2: Oh, that counts. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, hot chocolate. Yeah, hot We're chocolate. In, as long as it's, it's got mad. coffee in it.
3: <laughs> there you go. You can bring bring your own coffee. I won't say anything. <laughs>
1: so you know, we talked a little bit about that album, you know, and I know you've got you've got a really cool duet with a, a friend of the radio station, oh, yes. of M OK. Wait, I
3: don't but, know. I got two of them. Which well, are we the one, talking one well
1: one in particular. So I know if you have got Billy Joe on there. You have had Billy Joe. Um, that was a killer. She, she was on the show with us before DJ came with Texas Tailgate. With Nate Burnham. Oh, nice. And they came out, and I know you guys have, Nate. you and Nate have the same promoter in Dylan, right? Mm-hmm. And so Nate were, he was here with Billy, and man, amazing, amazing pure voice. Yeah. And I, and man, t- together y'all were just magical. She's
3: my girl. She's my girl. Um, in fact, I've told her that if for some reason my music career doesn't work out and her music career doesn't work out, we should think about combining forces. Because we actually have played many, many shows together where we go back and forth on who's the lead, who's the harmony, and it, if I may say so myself, it, it sounds pretty dang good. I'm
1: sure it does. But, <laughs> and you know, that, that song itself, y'all are drastically different. But a lot yeah. of times, drastic differences make something really magical.
3: Well, and it, 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 yeah, I think our voices complement each other really totally, well. Even totally. Even to the point where she is singing background vocals on many of the tracks on that album. And she gives it just that little country thing that, that, that I can't deliver on my own and I think she took, took everything that I, I had already and just took it to the next level.
1: Tell us about the other duet that's on there. See, I know a little bit about uh, that. Tell me about that one. So I want to I have hear the story on that. I have a
3: duet with Darren Morris on oh, there. Oh, there you go. That's a good one, too. I <laughs> love Darren Morris. It's a song called I Don't Want to Hurt You. And uh, so grateful to have uh, Darren on there. I, I love his voice. He reminds me of Keith Whitley. And every time he sings, I just I do that thing you were doing.
2: <laughs> yeah, there you go.
3: Yeah, I just love him so much and to have him and Billy Joe on the record is just it's just really a blessing. I feel so lucky.
1: Well, so what's it like for you to work with those with those types of artists? There man, there are some amazing charting artists that are out there and that are here in this Texas community. Yeah. Um and some of them, man a lot of people don't even know who they are, but man, what's it like to be next with those or working next to those people and creating music with those folks? I mean,
3: it's it's truly amazing and uh i just i'm so grateful to do it and and I, I now i'm like i gotta have duets on all my records it's kind
1: of like yeah it's a per, it's a perk right it's so well, you amazing. Know, we know some smith artists that you could probably yep. join up with we got a guy I'll we got you the a guy oh, there yeah. we <laughs> go yeah, yeah. <laughs> hook me
0: up hook me w- up
2: www.smithmusic.com that's right smithmusic.com we need smith yeah we need brandon here yeah i was like where's
1: the
0: smith music
3: guy Dang. you know
2: um how, uh, a lot of people are listening to this uh, uh, Are our musicians and A lot of them don't know where to start When asking uh, How do you ask somebody to come and play on your song?
3: So I'll tell you the story About Darren Morris Which is super funny <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: um, We were actually playing a show together It was a radio show for another radio station And I was sitting there listening to him sing And I'd never heard him heard him before And I completely <laughs> fell in love with him And I thought you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask him in front of this whole audience. That way he can't say no. Oh, there you go. So that's what I did. I was like, strategic. Hey, well, these hundreds of people are listening. What do you think about singing a duet with me? And he was like, "Sure." And then, so he did it. So that's good, dude. For me, I think that's the secret. Ask, make, ask them in front of a ton of people. That way, they feel obligated to say yes. <laughs>
2: there, you there you go. That is a very uh, that smart is a comp, right? strategy. So you just,
1: you just gave the whole clue.
3: I'm telling you. Yeah. You know what? I love. I don't mind sharing the things I've learned in my insider secrets. Lock-hag. So, yeah. And <laughs> Billy Joe, she just came about because. Uh, we just became friends. She's awesome, and it was like I really love singing with you. We should do a song together, and like she, she literally came to Lubbock to record, and I, I hooked up a bunch of shows for us to do. Like I went out to East Texas to play with her earlier this year, and so when you're friends with somebody and you love what they do, um, it's pretty easy. Like I've already got my next two duets in mind, just because they're <laughs> my buddies and I love their voices and stuff like that. Well, so. you know,
1: it's interesting. She probably had the best answer. She said, what was some of the best advice that a a peer or that someone tenured in this business had uh, for her? And it was, this is not a competition. So think about it from that perspective. Obviously, she's living that because she she actually jumped in with you. You know, a lot of musicians, they compete instead of, you know, working together and doing things. So." With that being said, we talked about she had some great advice that was given to her. What's some of the best advice you've actually been given by a peer or somebody that you work with?
3: Well, so I always say the best advice I've ever been given is just don't give up. You know, like it's always the person that's just about to make it that gives up and it's a hard business and you know if you love what you're doing it can be frustrating and I say this to a lot of people who are just getting started too because let's be honest it's a frustrating business but when you love what you do like my worst days are better than somebody's best days and why would you want to give that up as long as you're happy and you're enjoying it just don't give up it's amazing
1: Oh, that, that's great advice right there. DJ, how many people have you had with Smith Music that have decided to throw in the towel?
2: Man, there's it, too many to count that they were just right there almost almost at the cusp. That's the thing. Finally getting people interested in their music. Uh, there's one uh, artist in particular that uh, we were about to... Ha- uh, she was about to sign a huge deal with C-Sec, and... Uh, Walked away from it all And uh, not really doing music I hate to hear And, and I, I think that's a We heard that last week The the not give up is like number one <laughs> Best advice to give somebody Is, is, is just keep going it's, it, Yeah, it's such frustrating Well, and you know <laughs> at the end
1: of the day The thing that you just said Just never give up How How, many, how long have you been doing this? Oh my gosh
3: So I've been doing this professionally For I think I did the math yesterday. Twenty-four years. And oh wow! We and are
1: very similar. Yes. Right? I, I'm in my year 27. Ooh, there you so, go. So, but you know, at the end of the day, I think for you, tell me a little bit because you're really starting to, you've really started to snowball in the last three or four years and find some commercial success on radio. From your Just, mouth to
3: God's ears, yeah, isn't yeah, that what yeah, they, yeah, they it's, say? Well, <laughs> and
1: talk, Zayn talks about Zayn Williams wrote the song "Overnight Success." We know what yeah. that actually means, right, right? Right. So, tell me how that's felt. To really finally get some momentum. I mean, <coughs> after it, twenty, you said twenty-four years.
3: Twenty-four years, yes. I didn't really get to do it a hundred percent of my everything until I moved to Lubbock, which is why I said I'm so grateful to be in Lubbock. Um, but, but it feels really good. But at the same time, there's always that little thing in there to knock you back down and keep you humble. So uh, well, I'm very happy to see things progress, but I know that I've got a long way to go, and so I, I don't. Uh, really get to enjoy it that much because you have that one moment where you're like oh that's awesome and then unfortunately for me I'm always thinking about, well that was cool now I, I need to do the what's this. next right <laughs> yeah. so instead of appreciating the moment that you just the milestone you just reached you just already like all right now. I got to work on this, and so it's really great. And I hope to continue to, to have some success. And I, I one thing I need to do myself is just learn to appreciate the moments a little more. So you,
1: well, it seems. So it's interesting. We talk about this a lot. How do you feel like the relationships you've built in the last three or four years have really helped your trajectory of your career?
3: Well, you know, I, I've always said that the 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 way to do anything in this business, I, even through life. Is relationships. You know, if if you don't build relationships in anything that you do, you're never going to succeed in anything that you do. Um, and that, of course, very much goes for the music business. And I think relationships run the world. And so I will absolutely credit the relationships that I that I've made um, with everything. Like. Hopefully, we're going to be friends, and we to be Facebook friends, and yeah, sure, we're going to sure. we're going to cook and maybe sing, and we'll do, and <laughs> yeah. I'll support you, and you'll support well, me, and then now we're going to be friends, and you're going to yes. support me, and I'm going to support you, and it's just this whole snowball effect of like once everybody supports everybody, we, we all talk succeed. About that,
1: you know, it's interesting. You know, DJ and I, our relationship has we've known each other for a while, but our personal relationship has flourished in the last probably six months. A lot of it because I do work with Smith. We I release all through Smith, but. But the other piece is It's the networking yep. you know? Yeah DJ you, you've got you know, yeah, share, Some valuable insight On the networking piece Like Jimmy yeah, cool I'm on board
2: Of here Fort Worth With the city of Fort Worth And and uh, I, I try to push All the people I'm working with To get involved With the local community And the and whatever uh, uh, Music entity That is in that community you're, you're lucky enough That you're in Lubbock And Scott is the head Of uh, the music friendly Community over there And uh, um, yeah, great connection and and that it, most most people they they don't look beyond that they don't uh, they think about hey what, what's going on in my local community you got to get involved and go to these networking events uh, shake hands kiss babies as we say and 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 just, even the ugly ones even the, yeah, ugly, the ones. ugly ones yeah oh
3: Can even the up? even the ugly oh, ones are cute on me, I'm come still on now you're talking about babies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so Scott and I, you know, Scott started this station, EMLK, we started it in October of last year. And I think one of the big reasons was, you know, uh, as an artist has been doing for a long time and not really doing anything until recently, we really wanted to really support our artistic community and the artists that were here. You know, this place that you're playing here has been, you know, pre-COVID, they started doing music and they became really supportive of, of artists like yourself or like myself or like Brad. Right. And Brad has actually actually played here last night full band. So oh, nice. But the cool part about it was once COVID hit, you know, the stuff you're talking about building relationships. We have found with people like DJ and Scott starting the radio station and me doing some of the booking that's here at this room. We've really been able to bring a bunch of people in the loop. And we think about even the show about how we've been able to impact you or Brad or DJ. All of us have flourished. From that reason. and I think the cool part about what you're talking about it is we are better together. So if you could, if you could pick somebody that you could work with that's in our Texas music community who might be listening right now, who would it be?
3: Mm, dang, that's a hard one. I know. Uh, one. Is he
1: like the curveballs I'm throwing right now? Well,
3: I can't tell you that. Uh, the two two next duet singers, and I don't have a particular order because I love them both, are, are John Young and Jared Madula. John Young And Jared Medulla He's a bad Jared came up With Billy Joe And opened up My big album Release party And I love His voice John's
4: talented too And
3: John I melt Whenever he sings In fact he's gonna come Be my uh, third singer because we do something different for the Christmas and carols we have like a nine piece band and just three singers and John's going to come be one of my singers for the oh, Christmas cool, and carols cookies and carols this year uh, yeah, so, yeah,
1: so we'll get John and 1400 Christmas cookies I'm telling you holy <laughs> shit so I don't even up. know what to think sorry so, holy I dig it yeah this is internet radio <laughs> sorry yeah. I can say that Christmas cookies and
3: yeah, you, I'm excited. And the charcuterie and hot chocolate <laughs> and it's gonna be good. Come on in. You out. had
2: me at cookies. I mean, <laughs> it's it's
3: almost fall. We can talk about Christmas now, right? So That's there right. we go.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're already putting them in the in the Walmart. So yeah, I
1: saw Christmas trees today. Ironically, yeah. See?
3: So what do you got up your sleeve next?
4: for Well, a, I thought a song? since we
3: were talking about uh, cornering people to sing duets, uh, that I would play a song uh, from the new album called "Too Famous for Me" now. And the whole reason I wrote this song is because, as, as I said, I had asked Darren to sing this duet with me. And he said yes. Uh, but the, I took about two years to make this record, so the whole process was pretty long and drawn out. And there's a whole reason it took that long. If we get to do another one, I'll tell you the story behind that. But um, in the meantime... Darren is like having number one hit after number one hit like four in a row man he just blew up and I was talking to Scott my producer and I said Scott if we don't get this song to Darren fast I'm afraid he's gonna tell me that he's too famous for me now and and then I don't know what I'm gonna do and Scott looked at me and he goes well Jen you're gonna write a song called "Too Famous for Me Now." That's what you're gonna do. And so, uh, as you know, I did get my duet with Darren Morris, uh, but I still couldn't resist writing a song called "Too hey, Famous Cat. for Me Now." So this is a fun, fun little swinging country song. Play this one for you,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Jenny, down, Lord, come on, make some noise.
0: And we were both younger, the nights were longer The days were even brighter, the love was stronger The music was better and the drinks were colder The passion was hotter, the looks would smolder Our kisses were deeper than our favorite spring The words were even sweeter than sweet as tea I thought it was something that would never fade But the only thing not changing Is everything changes You're too famous for me now Too famous for the songs we'd sing On that old porch swing Just a-stilling at the moon Till the stars fell down You're too famous for me now You're too famous for these knee-high boots That you love to scoot on the dance floor Every night on the town You're too famous for me now Too famous for me now I was the one who stood there by your side Cheering you on each and every night Didn't matter how tired, I'd still stand in the wings Clapping along while you're chasing your dreams I kept the house clean and I made our bed Cooked all your dinners, made sure you were fed Still found the time to make sweet love to you Cause baby I loved you, what else could I do? You're too famous for me now for the songs we'd sing On that old porch swing Just a still at the moon Till the stars fell down You're too famous for me now Too famous for these knee-high boots Such a love to scoot on the dance floor Every night on the town You're too famous for me now Too famous for me now You say that you love her and she's what you need But you wouldn't be where you are now without me You're too famous You're too famous for me now Too famous for the short black dress that I must confess I ain't wearing for you anyway, anyhow You're too famous for me now Too famous for this big hot girl who wants to be the world to a man who knows just what he has found. You're too famous for me now, too famous for me now. You're too famous for me now, too famous for me now.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're not f- too famous for us now.
3: No, I'm not famous <laughs> at all.
2: <so. laughs>
4: well, speaking of famous, where where can we find you? Where can we find your music and find out where you're going to be playing?
3: Well, you can check out my website, JennyDaleLord.com. That's J-E-N-N-I-D-A-L-E-L-O-R-D.com. And before you ask, yes, that's my real name. I actually did an interview the other day. It was like, why Jenny Dale Lord? I was like, um that's my name because that's yeah, what my mom and daddy
4: gave me <laughs>
3: it's the only good thing my father ever gave me um, yeah uh, so you can find my music hopefully on emlk radio just gonna throw that out there absolutely uh,
1: <laughs> hey and we're gonna do a segue with that here in a second
3: yes uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music everything if you type in Jenny Dale Lord Band uh, I think you should be able to find whatever it is you're looking for
4: do you have a tiktok
3: I do have a TikTok. However, I'm not very good at it. It's probably been like uh, six months since I posted
1: it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What is it about, like, there's (laughs) only one person I know that's actually, and it's Nate. Nate Berm's only TikTok guy. Yeah. And, And I'm, like, clueless.
3: Well, I can tell you what it is. I don't like to look at myself on a video and it seems like that's all TikTok is is people on looking at themselves on a video and I'm like, right. man, well, you know we, how long it took yeah. me to learn how to listen to myself? I haven't even gotten close to looking at myself
2: yet. <laughs> you got to you know, do the dance challenge.
1: Well, you know, what's DJ, what's interesting about TikTok, it's become a real valuable entity for artists, right, DJ? Yeah,
2: it, it has a, 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 maybe a double-edged sword. Some people are chasing their tails with it. Uh, I'm, I'm big about saying, hey, Go where your fan base is. Don't don't. It doesn't have to be TikTok, but like you said, Nate's doing really great. But Uh, he's got
1: you know he's got it down. Well, he's kind of a little. He's quirky (laughs) and fun, right? Some things
2: are just uh, out of your hands, though. We got uh, Jack Barkstall went uh, viral over uh, the weekend because he released a song, and everybody's amazed that a twelve, a fourteen-year-old kid wrote a. A, a very cool song and, uh, and and people are using it In a bunch of videos So shout out to him for that uh, Jack Barksdale I, I, I tell it. you I tell you I wish all of them Would be that way Because wouldn't it be great If somebody just But uh, you know If everybody you know,
1: was famous Nobody would be famous That's
2: right Every, Right Yeah so, and,
1: and, and if everybody was popular, no one would be popular, right? It's just kind of weird how that works. So, man, you've got a single that's out to radio now. We want to talk about that. We're now that we know where we can find you. We're getting down to the last few minutes. Tell us about your new tune because we do play it. And if you yeah. remember, you were on our top twenty three weeks ago.
3: I was. I didn't yeah, even see that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, we tag. Yeah, so tag we've been, we've been spinning it. Yeah, it's good oh, stuff.
3: Well, thank you. So. Uh, Funny enough, I really don't write a lot of songs about bandmates, but you were picking two of them today that I have. I will say this was a different bandmate, Uh, but this whole song came about because, uh, you know, I hate it when you, like, text somebody or you you try to get a hold of somebody and you never, ever hear back. And it's like, at least tell me something, right? That's kind of what this song is about. And um, my mom had a saying when I was a little kid uh, in the same sort of vein where she wouldn't get a response for something. And it was like, no, thank you. No, go to hell. No, nothing. So that, that was kind of my inspiration for this particular song. And with today's modern technology, you know, when somebody's gotten your message, it says read.
4: Well,
1: you can turn it you off can, now. You can, but this
3: person didn't.
1: No, no, I know. But, and you know, at the end of the day, how many people do you know that actually take the damn phones yeah. out of their hands?
3: Or the, the Facebook message where it has the little icon on there where you know you've read it because it's got the person's face <laughs> next to it.
4: Uh, so that was kind I of the inspiration no. to this
3: song. This is another song that I think is best uh portrayed with the full band but it's still a fun one i'm happy to do by myself but check out the full band version requested on emlk radio uh it's definitely this is by far like the sassiest most attitude song that i've ever written we like like the word sassy sassiest yes the sassiest it's
0: called better things That picture on the screen tells me you know my message there. That Reddit 805 shows me you've seen my text, I swear. It only takes a second to say who, what, when or where. Love you, hate you, thank you, screw you, I don't really care. Just answer back with something. Don't leave me on the line waiting. I got better things to do with my time. I got better things my time. Wash my hair, paint my nails, drink my favorite wine. There's a long list of boys just standing in a line. I got better things to do with my time. Ten days later, still ain't heard a single word from you. If it's a hint, don't I deserve after all that we've been through? Something, just say anything as long as it's the truth. Love you, hate you, thank you, screw you, anything will do. I know your mama taught you manners somewhere down the line. Baby, I got better things to do with my time. I got better things to do with my time. Wash my hair, paint my nails. Favorite wine, there's a long list of boys just standing in a line I got better things to do with my time. Standing in a light, I got better things to do with my time just fine you know there's a list of real strong men hoping that i'll change my mind i got better things i got better things yeah i got better things to do with my time I'm
4: yeah go oh lyrics. yeah
1: y'all make some noise there we go well that's awesome man well, man we're right at the button man perfect right the thank guys, you guys make some noise one more time for our good friend TDL lord and look her up on Spotify, iTunes, all of that good stuff. You can find her on social media, Facebook, Bookface, yeah. Ticketack, Instagram, Twitter.
3: And I brought some merch. And so she's got merch. CDs, shirts, hats, koozies, whatever.
1: And we remind everybody, if you really want to support local artists and those regional Texas artists, man, the best way to do it is buy some merchandise. She's got some really cool stuff over here, so come over and take a look. Well,
4: man, thank you so
1: much thank for you coming. So much. Thank you guys so thank much for you. having thank you. me. Yeah, Absolutely,
4: it. thanks for coming down and uh, joining us here on EMLK Radio. We look forward to having you back down here in Fort Worth for I too look, long. I if we can get you it. out of Lubbock,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, are you kidding me? I, I love Lubbock, but I love Lubbock most when I'm I'm away from it. So.
4: Away from Lubbock, <laughs> yeah. right.
1: Well, and we also appreciate you doing the Texas Tailgate Podcast. Yes, We're looking please. for that, so when he gets that already, you can just share that content. Her, be I ready to rock! To yep. Thank, Thank you so much. much, guys. Guys, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us.